Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Real Health, Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May. I'm a girl in my early 20s, a personal trainer and a soon-to-be nutritionist. I'm extremely passionate about holistic health and inspiring others to live happy and healthy lives. My goal and purpose in life is to encourage girls and women to feel good in and about their bodies. I interview some amazing women and share my own experience and knowledge in some solo episodes. Now, without further ado, let the real talk begin. Hello and welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. In this episode, I dive into a really, really interesting interview with Emma Clare. Emma Clare is an influencer on Instagram, YouTuber, content creator, and ambassador for Happy Way. In this interview, we talk about self-love, what catalyzed her health journey, how she stays active without going to the gym, and self-confidence. I absolutely loved talking to Emma. She is so down to earth, so chill, and it was just a really fun conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, here is my interview with Emma Clare. Emma, thank you so much for joining us on the Real Health Real Talk podcast. It's awesome to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Me too. So I'd love to start by giving the audience a better idea of who you are. So for those who don't know you, could you give a little brief introduction about who you are, where you grew up and what you do? Yep. Okay. So pretty much I am a 24-year-old girl who is pretty much trying to live my best life. <laughs> um, I grew up in Penrith in Sydney and I'm still like currently living here. So my partner and I actually bought a house here a couple of years ago. So that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up being pretty active. So I did like dancing, gymnastics, running, all of those kind of things. But all I ever wanted to do was dance. That's all I ever thought I was going to do mm-hmm. in my whole entire life. Um, so I actually dropped out of school quite early to pursue my dancing career because I was so set on it. Um, but then when I started dancing professionally, I kind of lost my love for it and knew that it wasn't really for me anymore, so I started a new chapter in my life, um, and that was pretty much when I went through every kind of job that you could possibly think of, from childcare to dance teaching to cafe work, reception work, managing a cafe, um, which has all kind of brought me to where I am today. So at the moment, I am doing my content creation for a clothing company, mm-hmm. which is so perfect for me. It's so right down my alley and I just absolutely love it. And then I'm also doing like my own social media as well. So yeah, it's um, pretty crazy how everything kind of just happens for you to get to where you are today, but it has kind of worked out. And yeah, so that's pretty much about me. Yeah, um, yeah. (laughs) it's such an interesting like how so many different things that you've done but like you said it it always like helps you with the next thing that you do and then you end up in a completely different role but you can pull um, skills and like different things from each thing you've done so no that's awesome. Yeah exactly right I feel like sometimes you have to go through like so many different avenues and the bad times yeah kind of figure out where you need to be and like it'll kind of I don't know I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason so you go through those times to get to where you are right now yeah no 100% so am I but also just to feel grateful you know for what you have now as well because if you didn't if you always had that then you probably wouldn't be as grateful no that's awesome so your Instagram started as a personal page when did it start gaining traction and like taking this direction and why do you think that is yeah so I actually have had my Instagram since like 
Oh, it would have been 2011 when Instagram like first came out. Yeah. Um, but it was literally just a personal page. I never had any interest in growing it or anything. And then it was probably around September, October last year, mm-hmm. so 2018, that I kind of started getting engagement. And at first I was a little bit confused, like, because I wasn't posting on purpose, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I was just posting about things that I enjoyed, posted about my life, Aaron, my nonna, everyone loves my nonna. Yes, yeah, so cute. <laughs> um, so I started just posting things that I genuinely just loved, and I started getting engagement from it, and I was quite shocked, but I also kind of just went along with it. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a confident person, so it didn't make me shy away or anything. If anything, I kind of liked the attraction that I was getting. Um, and then... I did receive an email from one of my first ever companies and that was Happy Ray, who I still work with this, to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first got the email, I was actually on a plane on my way to Melbourne with my fiancé. And um, I remember saying to him, thinking like, I think this is a joke. Like, I don't think <laughs> this is real. Like, I don't understand why this company is emailing me. And then my fiancé read over the email. He was like, I don't think this is a joke, Em. Like, I think it's actually legit. <laughs> so... From that point, I kind of had no choice but to like to take it a bit more seriously, if that makes sense. So it was either at that point I could just not really grow my Instagram and just stop there and just kind of back away, yeah. or I could really take it on board and be like, you know what, this is actually starting something, like this could be a whole other journey in my life, so like why not go with it? Mm. Um, so yeah, that kind of all happened, and then I actually kind of got a bit overwhelmed with the whole experience because it was growing so fast and I still didn't really understand why it was growing, if that makes sense. So I kind of sat down with my PT because he um, is absolutely amazing when it comes to life knowledge and goal setting and stuff. So I sat down with him and we kind of figured out my missions and priorities and core values and everything. And that was honestly like the day that everything changed for me because I kind of had a clear idea of what I was doing with my Instagram and why people were actually engaging with my content and everything that I was posting and I purely still to this day think it's just because I'm just real like I don't hide behind anything I you know I'm such a big big advocate for living your best life and having balance and you know I'm 24 years old I just want to have a fun life as well so I think a lot of people who are following me can see that that's really what I'm promoting and that yeah. I am helping girls out there just have fun and don't be too hard on yourself and there's more to life than just trying to be that perfect person. Does that make sense? Like, no, 100%. Everyone kind of has, yeah, everyone has their own issues and the own stuff that they're going through. So nobody's actually really alone in what's happening and I think because I am so open about all of that and so real and there's no... BS about any of it, people can actually connect. And I think that's why it started growing essentially. And now it's just growing even more. Like it's just crazy how fast it's growing. 
I think people can see your authenticity though. I mean, like even through watching, you know, how you post like stories with your nonna and, and about Aaron, like, and all those different things and how you, you do lead, lead a very healthy lifestyle, but it's very balanced and you talk about that and you said, oh, today, like I really wasn't feeling well. So I, I missed my PT session, blah, blah, blah. That is so important for, especially younger girls to hear because it's fine for people to use Instagram however they like. Some people might use it for purely, you know, highlight reels and stuff like that. But the fact that you show like quite a lot of your life and the ups and downs, it's amazing because people get that insight to know that everybody does have those ups and downs. People might just not show it all the time. Yeah, 100%. And I think like that's kind of what I was like was lacking on Instagram as well. Like I was following so many people that I couldn't actually genuinely connect with. Yeah. And I actually did like a big clean. I think it's so important to do a big clean out of your Instagram and unfollow the people who aren't actually giving you the purpose that you need to live your best life because mm-hmm. it can be quite consuming and it does kind of give you a false idea of life, if that makes sense. Like yeah. it kind of gives you that false meaning of like, you know, not everyone actually, not everyone gives the perfect life and I make it very, um, it's definitely one of my biggest priorities to make sure that I am just me and I'm just real and I show everything how it is and yeah, I think it's very important to keep that as a priority. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I genuinely love following your Instagram and your YouTube. It's really, really real. And if anyone isn't following Emma, I will leave it below so you can go and have a look. Um, Thank you so much. Like you said before, you said that you were a really active child, but... In one of your videos, you said that you didn't really start eating like nutritious foods until you were a little bit older. What really catalyzed that change for you, and why do you think it's important to fuel your body with nutritious foods? Yeah, so pretty much, I I still to this day reckon the only reason I started eating healthy and like actually realizing how important it was to like fuel your body with nutritious foods was purely just growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think. Yes, I was such an active child. I was dancing, I was doing gymnastics, I was running, but I was eating hot chips and I was eating this and that and everything under the sun and I just didn't understand it. Do you know what I mean? I think there wasn't really much knowledge about all of this stuff when we were growing up. So when I kind of hit that 18, 19-year-old stage of my life, and I did at this point quit dancing professionally, so I wasn't as active either. Mm -hmm. I kind of realized, like, hang on a second, if I'm going to, like, this is the point now where I need to start looking after myself and start appreciating my body. And, I mean, like I said before, I'm quite a confident person and I always have been quite confident in a sense, mm-hmm. but there's always, like, always been a part of me who has, like, really struggled with actually loving myself. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of hit that 18, 19 kind of stage I was with Aaron at the time as well and I was just one of those people that were constantly like looking for um compliments and looking for um what's the word validation yeah yeah definitely and like it kind of like clicked to me one day like no one's actually going to give me these compliments and no one's going to give me that acceptance if I don't actually accept it myself yeah so that's when I kind of realized okay it's time to change my mindset and start to eat healthy. So I actually went through, like, every diet you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. So many <laughs> and, of us have. <laughs> and I think at the time, they were great. Do you know what I mean? Like, they worked for me at the time. They were very short-term, though. Some of them were amazing. Some of them weren't so amazing. Some of them really played with my headspace. And 
they just weren't right for me. But I also think if I didn't go through all of these diets, I probably wouldn't be where I am today in regards to my relationship with food. Like I have a very easygoing, healthy relationship with food at the mm-hmm. moment and I purely think it's because I have gone through the ups and downs of diet culture and binge eating and this and that. So, yeah, I can um, honestly say like right now I'm finally at a place where I'm feeling great. <laughs> food can be so consuming. Like it's such a, obviously a big part of our lives because we need to eat it. But getting to a place where, you know, you are comfortable with how you are with food is, I think is really important. And you mentioned how yeah, self-love can affect that. What does self-love mean to you and why do you think it's important? Okay, so self-love pretty much, okay, I love like this topic. I could talk about it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> So for me, self-love is just pretty much like falling in love with yourself so that other people around you can love you as well. Like I'm such a big believer that nobody can love you fully until you actually love yourself. And I think it's so important to find that love and like realize your self-worth and your confidence. And honestly, once you figure that out, you just, there's no stopping you. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. think like as... Like, remember when we were, like, babies back in the day? Mm. Like, you have no fear, you have no worries in the world. Like, you're just this little, like, superhero, pretty much. Like, yeah. You're this little ball of energy that just has no worries. And then somewhere along the line, all of us lose that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, where does that actually go? And, you know, some of us are fortunate enough to find that again as we get older. Um, so that is like a massive thing for me on my Instagram platform as well is to just really like encourage people to fall in love with themselves again and realize that like there is more to life than always stressing out about the minor details. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what self-love means to me. I think it's just really important to have intentions and goals in your life and once you've got all of that, the self-love really just comes with it, I guess. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that answer. What are three things that you do every day that contribute to your self-love and your overall mindset? Um, okay, so this one's actually kind of new for me, but I've been doing it for about probably about three months now, mm-hmm. and like I'm so bad at it. <laughs> getting better, getting better slowly, but I've actually been meditating every single morning, and it's crazy how much it can actually change your mindset in the morning like yes. before I started meditating I was one of those people who were like oh I don't know if I could just sit there for 10 minutes and do nothing like mm-hmm. I'm too like active for that you know but I honestly cannot believe how much it like puts you in a good mindset for the day ahead and like you just instantly feel so much better and like you can focus and you're just so much more clear in the mind so that is one thing that I am like swearing by at the moment do you use any um, like meditation so- apps yeah, yeah, so I do. I use um, an app called Insight Timer. Okay. Um, so you can pretty much, like, go in there and they have, like, guided meditations. You can pick, like, the time frame that you want for your meditation. Like, some of them are, like, 20 minutes. So I'm like, oh, God, I don't think I could do that just yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to stick to my 6 to 10-minute meditation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they're great. Like, they have so many different ones on there. You've got, like, ones to help you with focus, ones to help you with anxiety and stress, ones to help you with... Um, gratitude like there's just so many options on there and that's what I like because you know each day you wake up feeling completely different so it's kind of cool that you can pick one to kind of focus on the area that you're actually feeling that morning Mm -hmm. 
so yeah, that's what I use for that. Um, another one, I would probably say um, my gratitude journal. So I write every single morning, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Um, it could be something as silly as my morning coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go without my morning coffee. Um, but it could also just be like the fresh air that we breathe every day. Like how can you not be grateful for that? Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes as humans we get so caught up on like little things worrying us that we forget the bigger picture and how many things there out there that we should really be grateful for. Yeah. So I always make sure that I write in that every single morning. Like I just can't go by without writing three things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third thing, would probably be I'm a massive planner yeah I, same <laughs> I love to have to do lists <laughs> I love to know exactly what I'm doing throughout the day and so if I don't plan my day in the morning I do find that I get quite overwhelmed and I really struggle throughout the day to actually get things done mm-hmm. I feel like I still do things throughout the day but not to an extent where I'm actually like getting it done and putting all of my, like, time and effort into it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I definitely make it a priority that I do plan my day and prioritise my to-do list and make sure that it's um, realistic as well. I'm not going to go put, like, 5,000 things on my to-do list and say I've got eight hours to get it all done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely feel if I don't plan my day, I just get so overwhelmed and my mind just doesn't want to work with me. Like, it just wants to switch off and going to another room and just watch TV all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can be so motivating seeing it because in your head it gets so overwhelming. If you write it all down, I have to do that. Exactly. I'm a stickler for exactly. planning. I'm such, like, and I'm such an old school person as well. Like, I love paper and pen. Yes, same. Like, and then, then a colour in the box have, like, when I'm done. To-do list. Yeah, like digital to-do list. And I'm like, no, like I've got all my coloured textures and my pen and my paper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I wanted to quickly talk about one thing I found really interesting about you is that I think I read um, an interview that you did with the Happy Employee. Yeah, 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 Amelia. She's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so you talked about how you don't have like a gym membership anymore, and I was just wondering, like, with the current social media influence, like glorifying long and intensive gym sessions with hashtags like hashtag No Days Off, what made you decide to quit the gym and work out at home instead? Okay, so I am actually like a qualified PT as well, so that was one of my jobs that I went through, Mm -hmm. Um, and I also started like um, comp prep and everything, like I was in this mindset where I needed to be in the gym all the time, and you know what, I really loved it at first, Mm -hmm. first two years, absolutely loved it, and then as I kept doing it and kept like having hours in the gym and trying to go every single day, it just started to feel like a chore for me, and when something starts to feel like a chore, maybe it's something you're not meant to be doing. Maybe yeah. it's something that's really not fueling you and, like, giving you the excitement that you're meant to be having. So I actually just quit the gym completely, and I honestly had about six months off training. Like, mm-hmm. I did nothing. And it was great to have a bit of a break, but towards the end of that six months, I could tell my mood was, like not very good (laughs) and like I just wasn't the happiest person that I've ever been so I realized that you know maybe I should be exercising a bit the thought of going back to the gym just honestly made me feel sick and that's just me personally like I know some people love going to the gym and it's like so perfect for them but for me personally I just could not wrap my head around going back into a gym and just doing weights again so 
I decided to just work out from home and it's probably the best thing I ever did. I also um, cut my training days down. So instead of trying to train six to seven days, I now do like three to four days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, like it just, I don't know, it interests me a lot more doing it like that. I don't get bored and I have the ability now because I'm working out from home to just listen to my body and do what I feel like. Like, you know, if one day I wake up and I don't really feel like exercising, I can go for a walk or, you know, I've lowered my expectations on myself in regards to my training and now I'm just enjoying it so much more. Yeah. Um, but I do have one PT session a week um, at a CrossFit gym with Shane. He's absolutely amazing and that just kind of keeps me accountable and it also like changes up my workouts and it's just a bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently as well, I have bought like a 10-pack pass to the CrossFit gym as well. So um, sometimes, because now that I work from home, um, sometimes I get caught up in just working from home and doing nothing else. So by having that 10-pack, I do have the ability to go to a 9.30 a.m. CrossFit class to kind of break up my day and yeah, get out of the house bit. for a bit. Like, yeah. But I'm still not locked into a gym and have to go all the time. But I have a 10-pack pass, 10 pass that's giving me the ability to go if I feel like going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So I would say, yeah, so I would say like at the moment, I am probably doing like two home workouts, two CrossFit workouts and a walk or a run. Like, and that's perfect for me. Like, and I change it up when I want and it just, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting bored of it. I think I just get so bored going to the gym doing the same thing all the time that I just couldn't do it anymore. And I found I was having more breaks than I was actually working out. And yeah, it just wasn't worth it for me. I think it's so important for people to find what works for them and realize that it might work for them, you know, for six months, a year, two years, and then they might change it up again. And knowing that the gym isn't the only way to live like a fit and healthy lifestyle. Yeah, 100%. It's like I see, like, I'm not near the beach where I live, but I see, like, so many people who are constantly, like, in the ocean swimming. And I'm like, oh, that would just be so nice in the afternoon to, like, go for a swim in the ocean. Yes. Like, you know, it's so nice to see. I think a lot of people out there are realising that there's so many ways to work out and it's finding what's, like, best for them. And it's so nice to see that on social media now as well, like, actually seeing people out there doing them and not doing what other people are telling them to do. So that's really cool. And your body will respond so much better if you're happy when you're doing this exercise. Like if you're constantly thinking, 100%. I hate this and resenting it, your body's going to react to that. Yeah, 100%. Because your body's just under stress that it doesn't need and it's just going to get inflamed and... Yeah, not not ideal. <laughs> not at all. Um, so you talked a little bit about self-confidence. I've seen that you've, you've said a few times that over the last year, I have this newfound self-confidence. Do you have any tips for girls who are struggling in this regard? Yeah, okay. So pretty much, like, just remember that even though we are all different in our own ways, we're also exactly the same. And chances are there's so many girls out there going through exactly the same thing that you're going through. And rather than, like, comparing yourself to those people, why don't we all just work together and find confidence within each other? Like, I think it's so important to just not compare yourself and realise that we actually are all going through this at the same time. Like, you know, the 24-year-old girl sitting next to me right now is probably the same 24-year-old girl that's sitting next to me in three years' time. And even though we're going through completely different phases of our life, 
we're still actually going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's so important for people to realise that. Like, we're not alone. No one's ever really alone. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so important for, like, girls to just lower their expectations as well. Like, the minute that I lowered my expectations on my career, on my fitness, on my eating, like, just on everything, I found I just had this, like, new way of looking at things. I was just instantly a lot more relaxed and, like, a lot more willing to do more things because my expectations weren't as high, if that makes sense. So because I wasn't comparing myself and my expectations were a lot lower, I found I was actually, like, succeeding a lot more in little things that I wanted to do or I was finding happiness in things that I never used to find happiness in. So, yeah, I would definitely say definitely lower your expectations and just find what works for you. I love that. That's so good. Um, so you've recently started a YouTube channel with your first video titled My Fear of YouTube. <laughs> what yep. reservations did you have in starting your YouTube channel and how did you overcome that? Oh my God, YouTube. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's about YouTube. I had so many people saying forever, like, start your YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel, you should start a YouTube channel. And I was literally <laughs> just looking at them and laugh and be like, no, honey, like, that's not for me. <laughs> And I was just so petrified of it. And then, um, so in January, I actually um, lost my job. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, my job at the cafe, and I had to, you know, kind of put myself out there because I was applying for jobs and I kind of looked at myself thinking, why am I applying for all these jobs that I don't even want to do? Like, they don't even interest me. So that is when I kind of put myself really into my social media. And obviously, if I really want to put myself in my social media, I thought YouTube was definitely one of the ways to go. But it also took me <laughs> quite a while to film that first video. Um, but in saying that, I literally woke up one morning and I filmed a YouTube video. I don't know why I filmed it. <laughs> I mean, it's great now. I'm happy that I did. But at the time, I don't know why I filmed it. I don't know what I was thinking, but I just filmed it. And then I remember messaging my friend saying, oh my God, Tay, I've just made a YouTube video, it's on my channel, can you check it out and tell me if it's okay? <laughs> and I had uploaded it and it was just the most surreal moment. I remember Aaron, like my fiance, coming home and me going, oh my God, I just uploaded a YouTube video. He was like, what? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, you kept saying no, you kept saying you didn't want to do it. And in saying that, I know I kept saying that, but the fact that I've done it, it's probably the best thing I ever did. Like, I love filming videos now and I love editing them. And it was just purely, like, it was just self-doubt. And the new things for me, and it was just pure self-doubt. And, like, since starting it, that's why I'm so big on, like, just push the doubt to the side because, like, if something scares you, honestly, walk towards it because that is probably the direction that you're meant to be going in. Like, YouTube scared the hell out of me, <laughs> and now I'm loving it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just goes to show that no matter how scared you are of something, chances are it's probably the right thing to be doing. Yeah, no, I absolutely love watching your videos as well. I'm going to link that in the show notes as well, your YouTube channel. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so, so new to it, but I'm just loving it, Hey, Like, and, like, I'm so, like, any feedback is good feedback. And I think my friends, I'm like, what did you think of this one? They're like, we loved it. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm loving it as well. So, oh, thank you. If you could convey one message through your YouTube or through your social media, what would that be and to whom? Um, okay, so it would probably be, I feel like 
the people that I am trying to reach out to on my social media are like younger women around my age, but also like women who are in that kind of like late 20s, early 30s stage as well. So yeah, I would say that's probably who I'm aiming it at. But it will probably just be like, stay true to yourself, don't change for anyone, and just live your best life. Like at the end of the day, we only have one life, so why not live it? Yeah. Why not have fun? You know what I mean? Why? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I love that so much. I have one last question and then I've got some quick cues yep. so you can just like answer whatever first comes to your mind. But I would love to yep. know what the best piece of advice you have ever received is. Oh, I love this. Okay, so the best piece of advice I have ever had is create a life that you would brag to your children about. Like mm. to me, that just, I think that is so cool. Like, I mean, I am dying to have a family but I think of that like advice and I think of that quote and I think oh my god how cool is that like one day I get to sit on my couch with my kids and literally brag about the life that I had and tell them how good it was and do you know what I mean like I think that that's really really cool because then they'll listen to that and then they'll be like inspired to live their best life as well do you know what I mean yeah so that's probably the best advice that I've ever had I love that. Well, and my, I give it to everyone now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, well, my first quick cue was your favorite quote. Is that your favorite quote, or do you have another one? No, I would definitely say my favorite quote is "Everything happens for a reason." Yeah, nice. Love that. Um, what is your most desired travel destination? Ooh, um, okay. This is like a bit silly, but I've been to America like five or six times mm-hmm. and I probably just want to go back. <laughs> oh, really? I love it. Like America just, I don't know, there's just something about America that I'm just so drawn to. Um, but I haven't been to New Orleans or Miami yet. So they're probably like the next two like dream travel destinations. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> if you could be fluent in any other language than English, what would it be? Italian, because I'm Italian. Can you speak Italian? No, I can't. And you know what? That was because when I was a little kid, I had a really closed mindset and I just didn't want to learn Italian from my dad or my nonna. And now that I've grown up and I'm so much happier and like in a world full of love, that's probably one of my biggest regrets in life is not learning Italian. And I probably could learn it now, but You need to get Duolingo. It's like this Duolingo. It's like my friend um, showed me it and I'm learning Italian because I'm just in love with the language yeah. and it like, it, you do like little lessons each day. Like I'm still not very good at all, but, um, cause I want to go there one day and I want to be able to speak to it. it yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Do it. What is your favorite exercise? Favorite exercise? Uh, that's a tough one. I would like to say like, like I love doing pull-ups, but I'm not very good at them, mm-hmm. but I love doing them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then apart from that, I probably um, probably deadlift. I do love a good deadlift. Oh yeah, me too. Like yes. even in all my home exercise, like my home workouts and stuff, they always like kind of sneak into all of them. <laughs> mm. I know. I love them. Even if I'm not doing legs, I like find myself doing deadlift. I'm like, I'm not doing legs today. Stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's just something about them. Just, <laughs> yeah, they feel good. <laughs> okay. Last quick cue. Would you rather have smoothie or bacon and eggs? smoothie 100% nice love that well they're all my quick questions thank you so so much for joining us today and yeah I can't wait to see what you create next oh thank you so much for having me I honestly like 
I will be completely 110% honest. I was very nervous about this, but you honestly made me feel really comfortable and content. So thank you so much for that. No, thank you for coming on. It was awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Real Health Real Talk podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to leave me a podcast review. If you'd like to see or hear more from me, follow me on Instagram at Ebony May Health. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you in the next episode.